There is nothing I love more than an amazing meal with high quality meat cooked at home because let's be honest, eating out is so expensive. And you also know that eating out is the number one budget buster. That is why I am so glad I found ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service dedicated to delivering high quality, grass fed and grass finished beef, organic chicken, pork raised crate free and wild caught seafood directly to your doorstep with free shipping always. You even get exclusive member deals, recipes, and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing price. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code ETM and get $20 off your first box at ButcherBox.com. Last night, we made a beef stew with meat from ButcherBox, and you can taste the difference. It was so satisfying and delicious. And all of our friends that were over for a dinner party, they raved at how good it was. So do yourself a favor and eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering my listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips, for free in every order for a year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm and use code etm to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, welcome. My name is Shauna. I'm the host of the Millennial Money Podcast. I am so excited to bring you this summer reboot episode Six Steps to Making Million Dollar Choices. If you've listened to this one before, listen to it again because it is never, never too late to start making million dollar choices. Let's jump into it. I'm not quite sure, but somehow a million dollars became like the marker of success. I can remember when I was younger saying, I'm going to make a million dollars and then I'm going to stop working and I'm going to move to a tropical island. The truth is a million dollars today is just not what it used to be. But what you can do is start making million dollar choices with your money. It doesn't mean a million dollars is going to drop from the sky. That would be really nice. But if you put your mind in million dollar mode, you're already ahead of the game. So how do you start making million dollar choices? Well, that's a good question. Keep listening and I'm going to let you in on the secret. You're listening to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur, Shauna Compton-Gain, where we flip the script on the old school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money. Each week, Shauna creates a safe space by talking with special guests from around the world about money wellness, entrepreneurship, traveling like a boss, and what makes millennials tick. Unique stories, trailblazing perspectives, tips, tricks, and everything there is to know about money. Find it all here as you uncover your money story and unlock the life you want to live. Pretty cool, right? Here's Shauna, money expert, Indiana Hoosier, and burger aficionado. So according to Wikipedia, the U.S. has the most millionaires, currently around 7 million. 
with China and Japan sitting right behind the U.S. But let's be real. The U.S. has quite a history with the wealth gap, and it's only getting wider. You probably heard a lot about the wealth gap recently. It's showing its very true colors in 2020. And many people are starting to really understand just how wide and deep this wealth gap is. I have so many friends who had great careers or had great businesses and they were rolling into 2020 with like, you know what, this is a new decade. This is going to be amazing. I got money coming in. Not that everything was perfect, but then we hit January, February, okay, March, April, May, June, July, and now we're in mid-August, mid to late August, and things are starting to look a little bleak. And I have a lot of people asking me, hey, how can the stock market be chugging along and people still be making a lot of money in the stock market? But then on the other side of the coin, there is this real disparity with people who are suffering, who lost their jobs, who lost their businesses, who are trying to scramble to figure out how to put the money together, even unemployment now We've lost the the CARES Act, the extra funds in uh, unemployment here in the United States, but this is around the world. People are struggling around the world. If you look at a lot of countries, they are having deep economic depressions right now because this thing, we were not prepared financially, economically for this thing. And so when you already have something like a very large, deep, wide wealth gap in the United States. And then you add what's happened in 2020. I mean, it's just like putting a spotlight on it. But my argument is, I think a spotlight actually needs to be on it, right? That's just my opinion. You may agree or disagree with a lot of things I'm going to say in this episode, but I really feel compelled to talk about this. Somehow this needs to change. So get this, according to, I think it's pronounced Pew Research, over 50 years, the highest earning 20% of the United States households have steadily brought in a larger share of the country's total income. Okay, maybe not so surprising. Income inequality in the United States is the highest of all the G7 nations, and the black-white income gap in the United States has persisted over time. We know this, right? Medium black household incomes were 61% of the medium white household incomes in 2018. What? And maybe the most sobering statistic of them all was the wealth gap between America's richest and poorest families more than doubled from 1989 to 2016. So if that doesn't make you throw up your arms, say, what the F, we need to change this, I don't know what does. And we can't overturn these statistics in one day or one podcast episode, but I want you to understand that even with this working against us all, even with all of this negativity about the wealth gap, There are still a lot of things in your control with your own money, with your mindset, and so much more. So no matter what's going on outside of the four walls that you live in, no matter what craziness is going on in the world, no matter how many of those bricks are stacked up against you, there's still a lot in your control. And again, we can't change these things overnight, but I think it really starts from awareness 
And it starts from us just standing up saying, this is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, in my opinion, that women earn less than men. Ridiculous. But even more ridiculous is if my skin was a different color, that I earn even less. What? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about this because it's just literally frustrating. And I've had so many times where I have had to fight tooth and nail to get the same contract that a male counterpart did or get the same sort of brand deal that a male counterpart did. And just because we have different genitalia, if you will, does not make us any less capable, less smart. And it's just beyond me that we are sitting here in 2020 and that this wealth gap is getting wider, wider. I mean, and a lot of people that are on the side that are sitting there with their millions and millions of dollars, maybe they're okay with it. I don't know. I can't make that judgment for the, for them. I certainly can't. But something needs to be done to bridge this gap. And I don't have the answers. I really wish I did. Maybe you can help me out here. But I think at least if we start talking about it, maybe something can change. But the point of this episode is that there's still a lot that you can do even with all of those things against you. When I started working as a financial planner over 14 years ago now, my first client was someone that had over $100 million in net worth. And let's just say it was a great crash course in how the rich think and an inside look at what they do with their money, which I think is really important, right? We we need to actually study that a little bit, saying, what do they do? And are the actions that they take with our money, is that stuff we should be doing too? And of course, this was just one person, but I've had the privilege to see inside now many millionaires, their bank accounts over those years, enough to see similarities that I really want to share with you. Now, I want to disband the myth that millionaires got all their stuff together, because that is not true. I have worked with a lot of people who have a lot of money And their money is a freaking mess, like crazy, crazy mess. I could stack them up against maybe somebody who makes forty or fifty thousand dollars and got their stuff together, and they look like the millionaires. So I really want you to throw out the idea that just because you have a dollar amount, a number in your bank account or in your retirement account, that somehow that means that you're quote unquote rich, because that is absolutely not the case, all right? So I want you to start thinking like a CEO of a million-dollar company. What are the habits that you have every day? What do you eat? What are you putting in your body? What is the quality of your life? Who do you spend your time with? What's your marketability? And this is a big one. What is your mission statement for your life? You know, when you run a business, you come up with like, what is our business mission statement? What do we want to be about? What is, uh, what does it say about our business? Well, I think it's a really important exercise to do the same thing with yourself in your life. What is your mission statement? What do you want to be about? What do you want to do? What is your talent? What do you want to give to the world? I think it's really important to just 
think about those things because we get so just wrapped up in daily life that we don't stop to think about it. And I know I've done a lot of that this year is to really stop and think, who am I? What do I want to be about? What am I about? What do I stand for? How do I want to use my talents? It's really been a complete transformational year for me in so many ways. There's been a lot of like really heavy stuff that I've just let down, like not let down, but I've I put on the floor <laughs> and said, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. And then there's been a lot of things that have caused a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. I think I struff, I went through a little bit of um, like a depression for a couple of months here. Just really thinking about all of this is really heavy for me. Being a money person, I think I really understand the and economic and financial implications of what we're going through and how long-lasting that is going to be and how devastating it is to so many people and to their families. And that weighs really heavy on me. I'm, I'm quite a touchy-feely person and my emotions are I just, I'm I'm very sensitive. <laughs> so if one of my friends is going through something, I feel it myself almost. I'm that type of person. So I have to be really careful about how much news I'm consuming and what I'm putting in my life. And so I've had to even rewrite my own mission statement during this time to think about my life different and to think about what are some of those things that I really want to be about going forward. Because everybody's talking about life going back to quote unquote normal, but in my opinion, I don't think we go back. I think we only go forward and forward's going to look different than back and that's okay. So stop holding on to the notion of we have to go back because maybe going forward is actually where we need to go. I don't know. That's just that's just my thoughts. So one of these million dollar habits, one of these million dollar choices that you can start making is to change your mindset. Maybe you were a a compulsive saving person and you were always trying to cut things out, which is not a bad thing. That's That's a good thing. But maybe rather than focusing on that so much, you could focus on earning more, charging more, getting paid what you're worth. I have a friend, she's been on this podcast many times, Jacqueline Twilley, and she helps people learn how to earn what you're worth. Because if you raise your price, if you raise what you're worth, you bring in more money. So it's not always about this compulsive savings and cutting things out. How can you notch up? How can you make more? How can you earn more? How can you charge more? So stop thinking that Money is the enemy. If you have debt, great. Perfect. No problem. You haven't failed. If you have debt, you're still a friend in my book. Honestly, I've had debt many times in my life. Doesn't make you bad. You don't get some sort of stamp that says, oh, crap, you're in debt. Well, you've done everything wrong. There are lots of other money experts that will tell you that, and that is complete BS. I'm just going to tell you that's not the way I play. So if you're listening to my podcast and you're hanging out with me, debt is going to be okay. But we also have to get a debt payoff plan in place. So we're going to earn more, but we're also going to be cognizant of the debt of the situation we're in. So when more money comes in, we know what to do with it. 
So you need a you need a plan if you have debt. And I'm just going to walk you through like a really simple way to do this. It doesn't have to be complicated. Debt payoff, they want you to believe that it's complex, that you can't do it, that you're always going to be in debt. That's not right. You can change that. So we're going to start thinking and start making million dollar choices, right? So list out all your debts. Grab a piece of paper, open a Word doc, list out all your debts. List out the interest rate of all those debts. List out the amount you owe. List out the minimum payment. How much minimally do you have to pay? Then go in your bank account and say, okay, how much extra cash do I have each month? Pick that number, whatever it is, $5, $100, $1,000, doesn't matter what the number is. It's about having this plan. So there are two ways we can attack our debt. One, we're going to find the debt with the highest interest rate first of all the ones we listed out. Two, we're going to look for the debt that's the lowest, the lowest amount we owe. Two different ways. Mathematically, highest interest rate, save you some bucks. Emotionally, lowest debt helps you knock off the lowest debt first and keeps you really motivated. So I'm a fan of the lowest debt approach, but either one you choose is perfectly fine. So pick a method and stick with it. And here's how it works. So let's say I chose lowest debt. I'm going to go to my sheet of debts. I'm going to look, where's my lowest debt? Okay, here it is. And I'm going to add that extra amount of money I have each month. Let's say it's 100 bucks. I'm going to add it to that minimum payment of the lowest debt. So if my lowest debt minimum payment was 25 bucks, now I'm going to be paying $125 on that lowest debt. This is important. All of the other debts, I'm going to make the minimum payment. Not going to worry about those debts right now. I'm not going to charge more, right? I'm not going to rack up more debt if at all possible on those debts, but I'm just going to pay the minimums until I have this lowest debt paid off. Once I have this paid off, I'm going to take that $125 and I'm going to add it to the minimum payment of the next lowest debt. And I'm going to keep rolling my debts that way. So I got a strategy. I got a plan. I'm sticking to it. And if I earn more, I charge more, I get paid what I'm worth. I got more cash to work with. Great. That's just more money I can throw into this debt payoff. So I hope that makes sense. Don't overcomplicate this. Make it simple. It doesn't have to be complex. You don't need a complex calculator. You don't need to be a money expert. You don't need any of that. You have within your power the ability to start paying down your debt. This is step one to start making million-dollar choices. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news, well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic. And it was so time consuming. I tried all of the apps. 
but I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Financial anxiety, anyone? Yeah, you're not alone. But worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I'm Samantha Cole, host of the new season of Understood, the Pornhub Empire. 
Over the course of four episodes, I'll tell you how a horny YouTube knockoff in Canada came to dominate the porn world, only to shatter their cheeky reputation in a massive scandal. The Pornhub Empire is a new season of Understood from the CBC. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Elton John here. Throughout my US tour last year, we heard from thousands of fans that financial security and financial planning are hugely important to them. So important that David and I are continuing this vital conversation into 2023. Together with the Alliance for Lifetime Income, I'm spreading the word about the importance of protected income, which is money you're guaranteed to get. Like me, I'm sure you have big plans for your next chapter. Protected income from an annuity helps ensure you have all your bases covered so you can have the financial freedom to tick off your bucket list. The first step is to decide what's on your bucket list. Then meet with your financial advisor to ask if you have protected income and get their help making a plan that fits your unique financial goals. Join me and my friends at the Alliance for Lifetime Income. Together, we can help make financial freedom in retirement a reality for more Americans, starting with you. Go to protectedincome.org today. Step two, you got to get yourself what I call a money flow plan. I teach this in my course, but the idea is that you ditch budgeting and instead you focus on just how your money flows. Just like the word says, how does it flow? Think about a river. It just flows. So where is your money going? Can you find ways to make changes to more effectively spend and save your money? The answer is yes to everyone, honestly. Even if you do this on a regular basis, the answer is always going to be yes. But this is probably the most important step. It takes a lot of work. There's a lot of mindset work here because your mind goes to, I do not want to look at my bank account. Yeah, money comes in, money comes out. No big deal. It's not a problem. This takes mindset work to say, you know what? No, I'm going to be in the driver's seat. I'm going to be in charge. And at least once a week, I'm going to look at my bank account and say, okay, what came in? What came out? Are there any small changes that I can make? Is there something I'm paying for that I just absolutely don't need? If you find something like that, great. Cancel it, change it, and then reroute that money somewhere else, right? Don't just let it sit and hang out in your bank account. Send it somewhere be really mindful with your choices. This also takes habit work. If you're going to switch from the idea of, I just create a budget at the beginning of the month and I never look at it again, I'm going to call BS on that. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You have to think about your money like it's a river. It's flowing. It's flowing in, it's flowing out. And because of that, I've got to look at my bank account at least once a week for not long at all and do it do it in a fun way. Create an environment around your money. Have a glass of wine. Just go to the park. <laughs> Put music on. I don't know. Whatever just makes it feel approachable to you. And it's going to be hard at first and it's going to feel like a chore, but keep doing it because what's happening is you're going to start seeing changes. You're going to start saying like, oh, why? here's a little place I can make a little shift or, oh, I found some extra money. Now I can put it to my debt payoff or, oh, now I can put it in my house fund. And you're going to start getting a little bit excited with this, even if there's not a lot of money. And what that does chemically is it changes the chemistry in your brain. So your brain starts saying, you can do this you can do this. 
And it's all that positive reinforcement that is really subconscious. It's really on a subconscious level, but it's going to start changing how you feel about money, your relationship with your money. And that's really important, right? So we're reframing from focusing on what you don't have. We're going to reframe because because uh, the the world outside wants you to focus on what you don't have, but we're going to start focusing. We're going to start seeing what you do have and how you can make it work for you, right? So no more what you don't have, more of, ah, this is what I have. Cool. This is what I have to work with. Awesome. That is a positive way to start making million dollar choices. Okay. Next, we're going to go this idea from mindless spending to mindful spending. So let me just give you an example of this because I think this is probably the most powerful way to think about this. All of us have mindless spending. Completely guilty of this myself. First one to raise my hand. I've really made it my work, like my task for 2020 to focus on more mindful spending, to really, sometimes I'll put things in my shopping cart my online cart and I'll come back to it 24 hours or even just a few hours later and go, okay, I don't really need this thing. And I will completely just close out the window and stop shopping. But let's use an example. Let's say I was investing and I'm going to use just any investment calculator that you can find online. Let's say I was starting with a thousand dollars and I invested $100 a month for 20 years, earning 8%, you'd have about 61560 bucks. Cool. But let's say I invested it for 30 years. You'd have about $150,917. That is if you earned 8%, of course. Might happen, might not happen. But this is the power of mindful spending. Because when you're mindful with your spending, you can carve out extra money in your bank account, and then you can redirect it to make it grow for you. So if I was flowing my money and I was looking at my money every week and going, man, I can cut some things out of here and I could take this $100 and wow, here's $100 I can start investing with or I could beef up my investing. And yeah, $150,000, I'm not going to retire on $150,000. But the point is, that I have retrained, rewired my brain to go, found money, redirecting it, money is now growing for me, right? So money is now, rather than just like going down that drain pipe, if it sits in my bank account, I'm putting it places where it is growing in a direction for me. And where you find $100, you can find another $100 and another $100 and another $100. And you can start earning more money and then you've got more money to work with. And not that you're going to put it all into investing. You're going to do lots of different things with your money. But this is just one example of taking mindless spending and turning it into mindful spending. So then we got to also think about where are you going? So millionaires, they have a vision. They have a game plan. They have direction. They have purpose with their actions. It doesn't mean the vision won't change, but you've got to start plugging in the coordinates of the GPS system for your life. So that goes back to like the mission statement for your life. What do you want your life to look like? And this is how you can cut down on what I call distracted money, where you spend just to keep up with so-and-so, or you spend because 
someone on social media has this thing and you got to have it now. Or you make the same investments that somebody else does. Like maybe you're choosing the same things to invest in that your boyfriend or girlfriend or friend or relative, you want to know what are they invested in? Okay, you should you should do the same thing. No, 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 no. You are a completely different human being. You have completely different talents. You have a completely different vision for your life. So because of that, because of that vision, it's going to direct your money in different places. I mean, this is what's tricky about money because it is so personal. And so I caution you, don't read a blog or an article or even listen to this podcast where someone's telling you definitively to do X, Y, and Z. First, pass it through your vision filter. Is it going to help me get closer to that vision I have for my life? If the answer is yes, then that's something you look into. But the answer is no. It's like, okay, I'm just going to store that away. Maybe my vision changes and I come back to that at some point in time. But money isn't about just checking off this list of things. It's not about that because it's far more personal. And yeah, a lot of those lists are great. I mean, you should always save money for an emergency fund. You should always pay down your debt. All of these things are great, but you got to take it with a grain of salt. And and unless you really know the vision, what you want for your life, you're going to be doing all these different things and they're not going to be pushing you forward. So you got to paint the picture. You got to get out a piece of paper, get out some crayons, have some fun with this stuff draw the life you want. And how do you get there? How do you bridge that gap? Right? That's what we're interested in. And that is then where you come and say, okay, what are the tips and the steps and the things I need to do to bridge that gap? And not to bridge it overnight, not to bridge it in six months or not to bridge it in a year, but what are the small action steps you can start taking today that walks you closer to that goal, walks you closer to that vision? It's really important because like I said, you can get so distracted with your money in all of these different directions with all of these different tips and none of them are getting you closer to where you want to be. So we want to get you closer. We want to get you in that direction. Also, millionaires are really great at diversification with their income, with their investments, with their thoughts. Remember, you are actually your best investment. You you are. The more you invest in yourself, the better return you're going to get. And I know this because I spent many years not investing in myself, not really thinking about my thoughts, not focusing on things that made me anxious or competition or all the things that would just keep me in a place of not moving forward. And it really wasn't until a few years ago that I just had this like aha moment of, this is not working. I need to change that. And I need to be the best investment of myself. So what can you do? Well, automate what you can. I just had a podcast episode a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago, depending on when you're listening to this, about automating your money. Put your money on autopilot. So automate the things you can. Make money easy in places where you can. Don't make it a struggle because if you make it a struggle in your mind, it goes to all of those negative tapes that you have. Money is hard. I can't earn money. I'm not worthy. I can't do this. I've failed. So make the things easy that you can make easy. Do yourself a big favor and always be thinking, is there a better way I can be spending my money? So we're shifting from that compulsive saving mindset to, hey, 
is there a way I can be spending my money a little bit better? Because that's a shift in the mindset, right? You're shifting from the negative to the positive. Hey, can I be a little bit of a detective? Can I figure out ways to carve out money and then send it to wealth growing places? So look at your investment fees. You got to know how much you're you're being charged for these things. Are you investing in funds in your retirement account and your Roth and your IRA that are just too expensive? If you're earning, I'm not even going to say that because that, that's not true. There are so many low cost funds you can be in these days that it it's worthwhile for you to know what you're being charged. Are you being charged silly bank fees, like a monthly bank fee? If you are, please, 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 please change that. There are so many banks now where you are not charged any fees and you should not be paying your bank 25 or 30 bucks a month for them to hold your money. No, no, I'm sorry. So if you don't know, check it out and make a change or figure out how do I not have that fee? What can I do? Call your bank. ATM fees. Is there a way to avoid those if that's really a downfall for you? Credit card interest rate. You can actually call and ask for a lower interest rate on your credit card. You're not going to get it down to 0%, so throw out that idea. Sometimes you will, depends on your credit score. But even if you lowered your credit card interest rate 1 or 2 or 3 or 5%, like that's a serious win if you have debt on that card. That means all the extra money that you're paying towards that debt payoff, that's going to really start supercharging that. What is the conversation? Because a lot of people are like, okay, what do I say? You call and say, hey, whatever your credit card company name is. I have been a customer for quite a while now and I've just been looking at my credit card and the interest rate just feels really high to me. I would like to request an, a lower interest rate, an interest rate reduction, however the word comes out for you. I usually say interest rate reduction and they usually say, okay, let me do some checking, da, 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 da. And then they'll come back to you. Sometimes I say, this interest rate is just way too high. I'm thinking of switching to another credit card company altogether. Is there a way that I can lower my credit card interest rate? So whatever words come out for you, just be polite, be nice. Sometimes you don't get the lower interest rate. A lot of times you do. So it just, it's asking the question, how much are you paying on your cable, on your internet, on your cell phone? Have you called those companies and said, is there a lower plan? Is there a better plan for me? I just did this two weeks ago on our cell phone plan and we saved another 30 bucks. Well, that's 30 bucks I can put somewhere else. So diversification comes in a lot of places. It comes not only in your income. Can you get a side hustle? Can you earn more? Uh, life's not always about side hustles, but the reality is the more money you can bring in, the better we can utilize that money and the more we can grow your wealth, Right investments? Can I diversify my investments? And then com coming back to the thoughts, can I diversify my thoughts? Can I think different things? Yes, you can. You can, but you have to put a little effort towards it. Sometimes a lot of effort towards it. <laughs> but yes, you can. You can think different thoughts about your money. And lastly, I just want to say, cut the cord on those toxic thoughts and on those toxic relationships. That is something that is really powerful if you're going to start making million dollar choices. You have to put a cork in those toxic thoughts that are telling you that you can't ever make money, you can't ever make good decisions with your money, you're always going to be broke, you're always going to be in debt, all of these negative thoughts. So 
I have an exercise for you. If you're like me, I did this. I have a lot of negative thoughts. So I took out a piece of paper one day and I started to write down every single negative thought I had about money. And at the end of the day, it was really eye-opening because I read those and I thought, I'm telling myself like really horrible things throughout the day. No wonder why this isn't working or that isn't working. What if I started to change those even just a little bit? So it comes from this awareness point. And even toxic relationships. Are there people in your life that are telling you that you can't do this? You can't earn more. You're never going to be good with your money. You're not worthy. Are there people in your life that are feeding that into you? Those relationships can be tough to break, but for your sake, I really want you to just think about, is this is this part of my mission statement for my life? Do I want to live life this way? I think as we're seeing this year in 2020, a lot of people are getting sick. A lot of people are dying. Uh, I mean, this is just life, right? This is what we knew. <laughs> would happen one day, all of us are not going to be here any longer. So why not make the best of right now, of what we have right now? Why not start making million dollar choices? Again, million dollars not going to fall from the sky would be nice. But what if we start making those different choices and those different choices lead us closer to that vision we have, or they open another door or they change us in really positive ways. So just something little food for thought for you to think about today. Hey, you. Yes, you. Before you go, we want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Money. For all the links, tags, and ads you've heard on today's episode, check out the show notes or go to mmoneypodcast.com where you'll find more episodes to share with your friends. While you're at it, leave us a review. And make sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out on all the money tips and tricks that will take you from a millennial regular to a millennial money expert. See you back here in a few days with a fresh new episode.